Welcome to the dinner table with your fitness bestie, Chantel, and your foodie bestie, Samantha. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy. What's up? What's up, everyone? Hey, girl. Hey. You guys, it is week two of 2021. How y'all doing? We are surviving and that's it. And that's okay. We're just surviving. Yeah, it's a lot going on this week, like a lot, a lot. So let's just get right into it. We are spilling the tea as always and discussing what's trending this week. So to start things off, earlier last week, there were reports that Dr. Dre had a stroke. So he is in our prayers currently. Yes. Um, he did update or whoever runs his social media accounts updated that he is doing better. But also his house was broken into while he was in the hospital. So shame on you, whoever did that. You're going to have really bad karma coming. And that's it. Yeah, like how evil do you have to be? Because you see like, you know, the tabloids, the media, they post that he had a stroke. He's in the hospital. So he's like, hey, let's go invade his house while he's away. Like people are just so evil. I, I just... I just can't take it with the, the energy this week. It's everywhere. It's all. Yeah. The energy was very strange on TikTok last week. A rumor was started by a, a famous TikTok person. I guess they have a lot of followers that Kanye was getting a divorce because he was sleeping with a well-known uh, makeup artist in the industry. And then all this rumor started that he was sleeping with Jeffree Star. Yeah, and I can't believe that people would listen to a TikToker that licks toilets for clout. Like she, I, I don't follow TikTok like that. I don't know of this girl, but from what I learned, she licks toilets. So literally what's coming to her mouth is shit. Y'all believe that shit. I literally had no idea, but Jeffree Star posted on his story that he was shocked the next morning when it blew up. He was like, where did this come from? Just because we both live in Wyoming, like all of a sudden, like we're sleeping together. Yeah. And if in case you don't know who Jeffree Star is, Jeffree Star, like Samantha said, is a makeup artist, but he started off on YouTube. And he currently has 17.4 million followers. So he's like not some rando. He's well-known. People follow him. People like him. Some people, not all people. But yeah, so I I think the rumor, do you think the rumor is still true that him and Kanye are getting into a divorce? And it's just, it is false for sure that he's not cheating with Jeffree Star because Jeffree Star squashed that. But do you think that they're still getting a divorce? Because that was what was first. Yes, I believe that rumor is true. Okay. I mean, if you look at videos and pictures, it just it just seems like Kim's been over it for a while. 
For sure. And um, speaking of the Kardashians, they are, they just finished filming their last season. 20 seasons of Keeping Up With Kardashians on TV for 14 years. 14 years. I think that's the longest um, reality show out there. So shout out to them for keeping it. But we felt like that was on the verge of canceling after last year. Remember the fiasco? When um, Chloe and Courtney got into that fist fight, or was it Kim and Courtney? Yeah, it was. It was Kim and Courtney, and then Chloe tried to break it up, and she was like using the magic eraser on her wall. <laughs> yeah, um, honestly, it was starting to get played out, which we've already talked about, and we are huge like fans of the OG episodes, like when Kim breaks in and hits Chloe with her purse and they're living in little apartments. Like it's crazy how the show has evolved. And it's crazy to think that some of the kids have always known cameras to be in their face. Like they don't know any other life, but that. So it's, I think it's good for them. And that, and that's a good point. These kids were raised literally with the cameras, but now they have a chance to have like a regular lifestyle. I mean, we'll see. Maybe there'll be some spinoffs. I'm sure they're working on something. The Kardashians don't just like not. I know Courtney's been over it, so she won't be in the spotlight. I wonder what Chloe's gonna do. I know she's had a show like with the weight loss challenge show. Um, also, Kylie had a show before her reality. I know Kim is working on her law degree, so she's probably like up with that. So we'll see. We'll keep you up. I mean, they, they have a ton of endeavors. Like they're in fashion, makeup, everything, lingerie. They're in every single industry. They got a hand in it all. So they'll, they'll be just fine. Very, very true. Um, and I hope this week that we are all doing fine after this week of craziness and uh, you know, with everything that happened at the Capitol, I, I'm, I don't know why I'm shocked, but I'm still in shock. I'm still in awe. I know we all lived through it. I don't want to like sit here and open up, you know, new, old, like wounds that are trying to heal. But like, how did that make you feel this week? I was really upset. Like, how is this happening? And just the reaction and the response to it. I just, I didn't understand it. I mean, they compared it to the protesters for Black Lives Matter and it really, the response protesters was completely different and that upset me as well. But I am happy to report that a lot of these people, their videos, their faces were on videos, in pictures on social media, and a lot of them have been arrested. So yeah, they're going to prison. Well, what I heard today on a radio show, the cops that actually led them in and led the way, they only got suspended. So they're, they're I, my opinion, I feel like it was a total inside job. The way the police like that were blocking, well, supposed to be blocking off the Capitol. I felt like they had a heads up. They knew what was going on because our former president basically like baited them to go there. I totally think it was an inside job, but it saddens me to like 
that they had help and then they're not being punished in the right way. So I just feel like they deserve more of a punishment than that. But um, shout out to Eugene Goodman. He's being notified and recognized as a hero for leading the Capitol rioters away from the Senate chamber. He was one of the officers that was on guard um, in the Capitol. So shout out to him for bringing, so it was scared. Did you see the video of like the mob chasing him? Like he literally looked like he was in fear of his life. Yeah, that, that looked really scary. And then also to think about actually being at the Capitol because that same day they're trying to confirm Biden's win. So I know that all of the votes from the states are held in little boxes like that they've done this for years like it's a tradition so the senate aides grabbed those boxes because they were afraid that the mob would take it mm. and then we would be in a flux like we wouldn't have the votes and then we couldn't count it and confirm it and oh. then can you just imagine being like the senate members they were literally like locked in a room under a table yeah it was the video you should share with me um the uh, nancy pelosi uh interview where she like started breaking down explaining and describing how the people reacted and they had the video like one of the people that were hiding underneath the table recorded the rioters trying to break into the room is i couldn't even imagine they were climbing walls like the disrespect and can you imagine what other countries are like looking at us just like shaking their head Right. So Trump has now been blocked on social media because they do not want him to incite any more violence going forward. And um, I mean, hey, you use social media for the wrong things, you get punished. And that's, I'm so happy that social media stood up because we don't need any bullies out here. Like you literally are being a bully and you have a gang of bullies following you. It was, and it, I hope it doesn't stop there. Hopefully they are able to impeach him because we don't need him to be able to run for president again and you know create all this hate and all this separation again. Um, he doesn't deserve his pension. He doesn't deserve any of the benefits that a former president deserve because I'm sorry guys, if you are in support of this, but how can, it's not even him as a president. It's like what's going on right now and what he promoted. Just forget the last four years. We're talking about right now and what happened at the Capitol. Assistant coach for Utah Chattanooga's football team got fired because he decided to tweet this on Tuesday night. Congratulations to the state of Georgia and Fat Albert at Stacey Abrams. Because you have truly shown America the true works of cheating in an election again. Enjoy the buffet, big girl. You earned it. Hope the money was good. Still not governor, end quote. So yeah, the assistant coach, Chris Malone, was fired after that racist tweet um, mocking the Georgia politician and voting rights activist, Stacey Abrams. Like, you know what I'm saying? We we take a couple steps forward and then we take steps back. Right. Then there was a video that came out of a 22 or a 23 year old woman mm -hmm. attacking a teenager. 
like literally tackling him to the ground in a hotel in New York, accusing him of stealing her phone, which he did not have. So Gail King interviewed her and there, you got to look up this interview. The girl gets so annoyed at Gail at one point, she says, enough. And I was like, oh, you do not talk to Gail King like that, honey. So just out of control. And her lawyer was sitting next to her telling her, stop, don't talk to Gail like that. Her name is Mia Ponsetto. So if you want to look that up on YouTube, you can pull up. It's a two-part interview. And Gail was just trying to figure out, like, if she was attacking the boy based on the color of his skin. And at one point the girl's like, I'm not racist. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> it's just the most bizarre interview ever. Just watch it. It's cringeworthy, but I mean, I'm real mad. You do not talk to Gail like that. Really? <laughs> and you know, Gail don't play and you can still be any, you can be black brown, any person of color and still be racist, by the way just in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, I mean, there was some good news out of this week, especially for Elon Musk. He is the richest person alive now. You know, the Tesla and the SpaceX entrepreneur. He is now worth $185 billion, surpassing the Jeff guy from Amazon. Well, yeah, he surpassed Jeff from Amazon because Jeff went through a divorce and had to give half his money to his wife good for elon and his his girl and his baby that that name we can't pronounce (laughs) do we need to talk about that again (laughs) how do you pronounce the name i thought they would change it by now but um i mean i'm looking for some investors elon i'll let you girl if you are looking to invest in something (laughs) (laughs) and then this past weekend the playoff started the wild card games were on one of the games was on Nickelodeon and they edited the the screen like when they did touchdowns they had virtual slime on the field it was so cute like they did random things and the way they would talk about it um, it was just like I guess it's good for like the family if they were hanging out together at the house it was just cute. Like the way they were breaking it down for everyone. It wasn't like an adult football game. It was like made for kids played by adults. It was cute. Yeah. Cause then, then it's, it's a family event, you know, mm-hmm. the event you, you're, you, you know, your dad wants to watch football. You got all these kids and it's a good time, a good way to make time for the family, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are still quarantining and it's much needed at this time. Um, and lastly, to finish off, Chadwick uh, Boseman, remember Mr. Black Panther, we lost him last year from cancer. His wife um, finally made her first appearance um, accepting a Gotham Award for There was, so Gotham Award, I had to look it up. It's a Gotham Independent Film Award. It was their 30th annual that was hosted um, the other day. And she accepted the award on the behalf of his performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So if you guys remember a couple of episodes ago, I did suggest you watch it. I ended up watching the movie. It's on Netflix, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It, it does take place in Chicago in, the, in 1927. It's one of those one scene movies. It's actually in a recording studio. 
So you know what those one scene movies, you got to be real powerful. And Chadwick does an amazing job um, embodying this character. All of the characters, they share a story based on the time. They like share a story when they were faced with racism and like segregation. It's really heartfelt. Um, as well as the speech that his um, wife, his widow wife um, shared at the award. So she did a tribute to her husband, accepted the award and gave a very heartfelt speech. So if you wanna watch that, look that up on YouTube. Again, that's the 30th annual Gotham Independent Film, Film Award. Oh, I feel like that would make me cry. Of course it made me cry. I'm still, I still, I mean, because if we had known that he had cancer and we would like be expecting it. So it was like, it wasn't expected. He, he's, he's young, he was acting. Like we were seeing him in films constantly. That was some hot tea. There was a lot of tea this week. <laughs> it's time for our wellness check. So we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the COVID shot and how I would have the opportunity to receive one. And I didn't want it a couple of weeks ago. Your girl changed her mind. I know. I know. <laughs> Y'all are talking about me right now. You're shaking your heads. I'm so annoying. I knew you I would. I got it. Huh? No, I knew you would get it because like, you're the kind of person, like your heart, if, if it's not available to everyone and you have the opportunity, I, I'm, I'm proud of you for taking advantage of your opportunity because not everyone has the opportunity to get it. And a lot of people want it and a lot of people need it. So I mean, once it, when it's available for me, I'll be getting it with you, girl. But I'm happy for you, and I'm looking forward to your experience. So tell us about it. How was your first vaccine? Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, I felt like it was my responsibility to get it, like like my duty, like my due diligence. I just felt like it was something I needed to do. Right. So the experience in itself was pretty easy. I work for a hospital system, so I got the first shot there. Um, my nurse was super nice. You explain everything to me. You have to fill out your forms. You read all the information about the vaccine, which I had done prior. So they give you all that information. So it's on hand. Um, he was nice. It didn't hurt going in. Um, I got a little sticker. I put on my badge and the band-aid was super cute. It said, say yes to the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so after you get your shot, you sit in the waiting room for about 15 minutes just so they can monitor you just in case you have a bad reaction. I felt fine. Later that night, my arm started to feel sore, but not too bad. Nothing more than the flu shot. Right. But oh my God. So I got it on a Friday, Saturday, my arm hurt so bad. Like someone punched me and I was bruised. Like I couldn't lift it. If I lifted it perpendicular to my body, I couldn't lift it higher than my shoulder. It hurt so bad. And I was so tired. Mm. Well, that is the same. I mean, for like a flu shot or any uh, injection that goes in a Delta or in your muscle, it's going to be sore like that. So that's a given. No, but this was more sore than any shot. Like I, I can't even really? describe the pain. Yeah. And I was so tired. Like all I wanted to do was lay around the whole day. 
but I felt fine the next day. Um, the pain's pretty much gone. It was only there for about 48 hours, but it was within the first like 24 to 48 hours where the pain was, it hurt a lot. Yeah. Cause when I got my flu shot, I just got my flu shot a couple of weeks ago and I had to go serve that same night. I couldn't lift my arm up. Like you said, perpendicular, I couldn't lift it up that whole day because mm-hmm. it goes yeah. in your muscles. So, right. But I mean, that's, that just proves that your body went to work. So, yeah. so my second shot is the first week of February and I will check back in with you guys and let you guys know. Cause they say you could have flu symptoms after the second shot. So we'll see. We shall see. Um, my professor is like, when you guys get it, when they're available, get the shot. Like my professor, he's totally like pushing it. And it's so funny. He's so funny with it. But what's making me a little nervous is this new strain um, started in the UK. So hopefully it doesn't make its way over here. Um, it's here. Yeah. Um, someone in Martin County had it, but they said he hadn't traveled, but they're saying it's more contagious, but not as strong. So I don't think it's much to worry about It's right now. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say right now, we just have to worry about continuing to, um, social distance, wear our mask, get the vaccine rollout. I know it's a slow process. There's a lot of different wheels turning. So I'm everyone just, we have to be patient (laughs) when it comes to the vaccine rollout, but yeah, the new strand is here in the United States, but I'm not sure if it's anything to really be worried about. Yeah. Um, it is 50% more contagious. And like you said, it's not as severe. The only thing they're just watching for, um, if it doesn't mutate, because if it mutates, then we're back at square one. So if it's just a regular COVID that we've all, like everyone's been getting, like Samantha said, wash your hands, wear your mask, because this one is more contagious. So we need to watch out for patient um, zero in Martin County. Grandma, my grandma's in Martin County. Grandma, watch <laughs> out because it's spreading. It could spread. And now Florida, we can have patients 65 plus to get it. So like they're making changes because they're noticing like a lot of people that are able to get it or not getting it. So we'll see how that ends up. If it like, you know, once they start opening it up and letting other people getting it. Yeah, it's just the appointments are filling up quick. The hotlines are crashing. So like I said, we all have to be patient, but eventually we just have to wait for the shipments of the vaccine. Once the shipments are secured, the pharmacies will be able to give them out. So everyone just be patient. It's so do they, do they tell you that you have to get it another one in, in a year? Because I was reading um, that the Moderna one is only good for a year. I did get the Moderna and I have not been told that yet. Okay. There are talks about you may need a booster, but they I don't think they know that yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, let us know when you find out that information. Yes. Thank you, Samantha, for the inside scoop. <laughs> Um, so what I thought was really cool, I saw on the internet, this one lady who was on Shark Take back in 2009, she, um, was featured in the first season of Shark Tank and she was showing this new product called Face Block, B-L-O-K. Her name is Irina Block. 
So it was named after her, um, which was like face mask, a collection of fashion surgical masks designed for people with edgy sense of humor and who want to express themselves. So back in 2009, this futuristic Irina lady, you know, she, they did and they passed on her. They passed on her on Shark Tank. And, and look at this in 2020, 2021, what do we need? Face Literally mask. everyone wants a unique face mask now. Like, I, I just like, how does she know that? How does she know? <laughs> Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like when you go to the pediatrician's office, they want to wear a cute little mask to like make the kids laugh and feel, be distracted. So I get that. So I think that's silly that they passed on it, but I guess 2020. Yeah, she did. She did really well. Um, she's, she's still selling them. She's a designer. So I feel like she's a designer who probably like has kids and, or maybe was in the medical field and like, you know, I think we should spice this up a bit. So don't pass or turn down on those, you know, futuristic ideas because look what they can turn into. She's probably banking now. Um, and what was really cool, Justin Bieber was on Shark Tank on January the 8th on Friday. And he was co-signing his entrepreneur's aeronomic office chair. So the company is called All Three. And it gives you good posture. It's comfortable to sitting for a long period of time. So I just thought I should throw that in there because I like the beebs and I was already talking about Shark Tank it really has nothing to do with wellness, but Bieber, oh, what? I guess your posture is wellness. Yes, posture. <laughs> and a lot of people are working from home now. So everyone's investing in a really good office chair. True that, true that. And lastly, surrounding this COVID mess, uh, Chicago started to go back to school this week and um, are continuing starting back next week. And the teachers are not feeling that. Um, the teachers union, they're one step closer to a strike vote um, over the call for unsafe return to school buildings. So the teachers um, with the ingredients of some of the parents, they were teaching outside of the buildings while protesting um, this past week. So hopefully, I mean, the teachers feel like they don't have a choice to go back. Like they, they know it's unsafe, but they don't have a choice that some of the teachers were quoted saying that um, in the article. How do you feel about that? If you were a teacher, what would you do? I would probably feel uncomfortable as well. But I mean, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do at the end of the day. Right. I mean, I... I have to go to work. I mean, it's, yeah. I know it's not the same, but I mean, it sucks, but I get, I get it. Like, um, teachers have the union for a reason. Like we don't have a union where I work, so we can't all just walk out if we please, but I mean, they should fight for what they think is right. Yeah. Like you said, especially if they have the union to back them up. So we'll see. Um, I'll keep you posted on that. See if they get any progress. Here's what to watch and local events. We did the research so you don't have to. Okay, so this will be our third time. Give you guys a heads up on this versus. You have Keisha Cole and Ashanti 
I feel like this versus better be epic because they have us waiting entirely too long for this. The new and final date, according to Swiss Beats, Timberlands versus TV, is going to be on January 21st, 5 p.m., 8 p.m. E um, Eastern time. Okay. So Ashanti versus Keisha Cole versus, and this time it's happening for sure, right? Because they're not going to be in person. They're going to be like throwing it back how it was. Samantha was sharing that with me. Is that true? Yeah, they put out a statement. I guess they reschedule it because last week there was a lot going on and they didn't want versus to distract anyone from what was happening in the world. And also because of the COVID outbreaks, they wanted to go back to being in separate rooms, like separate locations, which I don't know why they started doing this whole production in the middle of a pandemic. It didn't make sense to me. And also the fact that this has been rescheduled three times now, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, but I really don't care about this versus anymore. Um, I think it started when the reggae one um, with Buju, it was just all a vibe and like all the comments and feedback was just so like, they love the energy. So I feel like it started from that. But these are my girls. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I'm thankful it's on a Thursday because I can actually catch this. The other ones have been like on Saturday or Sunday and I'm at work. So I feel like this was rescheduled for me, like low key. <laughs> <laughs> so I was browsing Netflix and I came across this show that everyone's been talking about. And I didn't understand the hype because I'm not really into these type of shows, but it was a really? Sean Grime show. So I was like, okay, I'm sure some of y'all already know what I'm talking about. Bridgerton. Did I say it right? <laughs> I tried to do the little accent. Bridgerton. I don't know how I'm, I suck at accents. Bridgerton. Anyway, it is, it takes place in London in the 1800s and long story short, it's a, it's a love story. You know, the guys and the girls are trying to get together and um, Shonda Rhimes helped write it. It's based off of a novel. It kind of reminds me of Gossip Girl because, you know, there was an anonymous source typing up a blog about the elites. Here, there's an anonymous person writing a newsletter about the elites. So it kind of reminds me of Gossip Girl in that sense. And also, they bring it to modern day with the music. Yes. Like when they're at the ball, yes. they're playing like an Ariana Grande song on the violin. Yes. And like just things and like things they say and things they do, it's more modern. So I would say give it a chance because I'm not like into this kind of old um, British, these British shows or whatever, but I like this show. I've only watched one episode, but I'd say check it out. I'm really proud of Shonda Rhimes. She's collaborated with Netflix to release some really cool content from her global brand, Shondaland. So yeah, when I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of more shows from the famous Grey's Anatomy scandal writer, Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. She also teamed up with Peloton. They've been doing these yes rides. I, I don't know how she's involved, but she's literally teaming up with everyone and just making money. Go Shonda. Go Shonda. Black girl magic. 
she so, literally has teamed up with Peloton. It's so random. And then also coming this Friday, which I'm excited and confused about, WandaVision on Disney Plus, which is starring Scarlet Witch and Vision from the Avengers. But I'm confused. I don't know how they got there. I'm thinking maybe they're in another dimension. So it's exciting because this is the first live action series that Marvel is giving us after the Avengers ended. Yeah, so. I, think, I think I can get into it because I, I'm looking forward to like find out what happened after the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like after the whole, the ring thing, I'm not really into it, but I'm really, I like, I kind of got into it. The gauntlet. <laughs> There we go. The remember he was like collecting all the rings, the stones, the stones. Um, and then Iron Man had died, and then oh, you just ruined it for someone. Man, yeah, y'all ain't see it yet. Y'all dead. Forget that. Iron Man is dead. A lot of the people died. Okay, they did. And um, I'm curious to see what happens next. So I may actually watch this. I mean, the like I may watch it. There's an event coming up. It's a dance experience. It's going to be a workshop um, here in Delray Beach. It's going to be held at the Dancing Line Studio or on Zoom. Um, This dance experience is going to be Mindful Dance Movement. So you guys can head over to my website or you can head over to my Instagram, Charisma Dance Fitness. Hit the link in my bio, pay for your ticket and invite a friend. Yes, yeah, so join me Saturday the 23rd at 1 p.m. for an afternoon of meditation and mindful dance. And um, it's for anybody and everybody who wants to burn off some energy, get in tune with their breath and their body, a little more love and music. It's going to be very inspirational, very encouraging. And yeah, exciting. I'm excited for my first workshop so support your girl. If you can't make it, just donate like, or maybe gift a ticket to someone else who you think might like this experience. I'm excited for you. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's going to be super fun. If you've taken one of my classes before, it's going to be as empowering, but just less fitness and more about just learning, connecting with your body and moving freely. It's 75 minutes long. Um, and it's just, it's not just a class. I don't want to give too much away, but we are doing other stuff besides dancing that allows you to connect with your inner goddess. And the name of the workshop is called reveal your inner goddess. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Foodie finds of the week. All right, y'all. I have got a really cool restaurant to share with you guys this week. Some of you may have heard of it or even been there. It's been open for a while now. It's called Hawkers in downtown Delray. They are serving Asian street food. So it's also served like tapas style. So you can order a bunch of small plates and share with the table. And they also have sake bombs and really cool drinks. Like all the drinks have really cool names. I got a bowl in the China shop. So that's super cute. And most of the restaurant is outside. So that's awesome and COVID friendly. 
and they're also dog friendly and the food was really good. We got a lot of different items. We got the bow buns, the chicken wings, a few different spring rolls, a few different dumplings. They have donuts for dessert and they had this one bread. I think it was called rotilli. Is that what it Yes, I think that's what it's called with the sauce yeah. breaking the dip. Yeah, and it came with a sauce, a curry sauce to dip in. Oh my God, that was so good. I've never had that before. So yeah, you guys definitely have to check out Hawkers. It kind of reminded me of 1-800-LUCKY in Wynwood, the way they you could get plates. I mean, at 1-800-LUCKY, it's, it's different vendors and you get like small plates from the different vendors and go sit outside with it. It's kind of the same concept, except it's just from the one restaurant. So I liked it. Y'all check it out. So um, yeah, I've actually been there recently, treated myself to a little dinner and I had the bao buns and I had the skewers and um, the donuts. They are very similar to funnel cake. It's in powder, it's nice and warm. They serve it really cute. I went around Christmas time. So they had like cute Christmas cocktails, like kind of like the Christmas bars that we've been to. But um, I just stuck with a red glass of wine. It was chilly and outside seating, like Samantha said, I sat by the fireplace and it was very cozy and chill. And I had a good time. So check it out in Delray. Nice vibes. Raise your glass and shake your ass. All right, so let's raise those glasses and uh, cheers to surviving, surviving. We are into the second week of 2021. A lot is going on, but let's just continue to focus on our goals and our aspirations and just void out the crazy-ish happening in the world. Amen. Thanks for joining us. We had so much fun with y'all tonight. Keep on trucking. Just keep on surviving and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at the dinner table podcast. Until next time. Bye. bye.